Grace and Peace, you're listening to United We Pray. Taking racial struggles to the throne of grace, United We Pray is a ministry devoted to praying about racial strife, especially between Christians. We want to help Christians think better and more biblically about race and racism. You can learn more at youwepray.com. That's the letter U-W-E-Pray.com. You can sign up for our newsletter there so you don't miss anything like the articles we're now publishing. I'm the host, Isaac Adams, and today we have an old friend on the show, Trillia Newbell. Uh, Trillia is like family on United We Pray. Uh, And Trillia, tell us what you're doing with our brothers and sisters in Rwanda before we get started. Well, there's several different things, but right now I think the most public thing I'm doing is I have, um, we have a boutique called sjboutique.net where we have partnered with the Abumarava Cooperative, which is a group of women who are, make jewelry, and we are selling their jewelry, which is so much fun. And it's my my daughter mm. and I have gotten together and um, developed a website. It's really sweet. So it's SJ Boutique for my daughter's name, Sydney Jean. Um, and we, we're just having a blast. And um, even this last Christmas, we we sold, got to sold out. And because of our sales, the women were able to help pay for some schooling and school supplies and praise God. Yeah. <laughs> it's really amazing. And so, and we, that's so good. It's, it is so good. So we're really grateful for that. And I am working on a translation, um, publishing thing, which will, I'll tell you so much more about later. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, we'll be looking forward to hearing about that. Uh, I love how you talk about uh, doing the work with uh, Sid, uh, Sid, and I'm going to re- uh, refer to Weston's work later, because what I, what I want to talk to you about today, uh, Trillia, uh, is Black History Month. So it, it's February. Uh, and the main question I have for you is what you do uh, with your kids and with your family for Black History Month. Uh, so let me just start with this. Why have you seen it so important to educate your kids about Black history? Well, I mean, it's our history, right? So it's not just, um, it's American history. It's my history. It's our family's history. And so I want them to be fully aware and fully engaged on the history of our nation and our people. (laughs) And so, and so it's important that they understand, um, history. I, I really do believe that as we understand our American history, it helps us understand our current and say our current situation, our current politics, our current whatever that may be. And right. our uh, current moment, our current moment. That's the word I was looking for. And it helps us to prepare for the future. So I, I do believe that also from a more biblical standpoint. I believe it helps us love our neighbor to understand what what someone has been through, even even through their ancestors, I think helps um, us to love our neighbor more effectively to gain awareness of history. Amen. Amen. And there's so much, I mean, uh, even if we just looked at black church history, uh, I mean, it is so profoundly 
uh, Christian and encouraging, insightful. I was just reading about the first American missionary, George Lyle, uh, the other day. So a lot of people would say that's Adoniram Judson. Uh, he was the first one sent out <coughs> by an official recognized board, because that, but that's because that board wouldn't recognize people like George Lyle, who went out 10 years ahead of Judson uh, to Jamaica to uh, evangelize and plant a church there and do that kind of work. Uh, so Trillia, then how do you, given, given obviously your passion and connection uh, your passion about this history and your connection to this history, being a black woman yourself, a black Christian yourself. How, how do you respond to push back on Black History Month? I don't know if you've heard that. If you get that, people are like, why do, why do we have this month? Okay, so I don't personally get it, but even if I did, I probably wouldn't notice it <laughs> because I just am the pushback would come online. It wouldn't come from my neighbors or my local church. I'm not going to receive. So, so I, and I have heard the set things. Why do we need a black history month? I mean, we don't have a white history month and blah, blah, blah. And so I, I don't, I don't feel compelled to respond mostly because I, I just think I, I can I can, I, there, I have freedom to celebrate. I, there's n- nothing in my conscience that's that's not really a question of conscience. It's and so I I I don't find myself pausing to even entertain those. But 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 maybe I ought to. But but it isn't something. I just think I'm I'm so far past that argument that I I, I just feel and 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 I say that not as a. Um, in elitism, um, past that argument, but more of a, I, right. I, I, right. I, I'm, I, we're, we're now at a stage in both in my life and, and also in my, I'm, I'm raising kids. I want them to know our history. I want them to understand, um, where, how America was founded, but also celebrate our history. So, so I'm, I'm kind of okay with just doing what I've, what my family, what my husband and I believe um, we are being led to, to how, to, how we're being led to teach and, and educate our kids and, and trust, and trust it to the Lord. So I, I don't entertain it <laughs> or wrestle. Amen. No, yeah. I, no. What, what I really appreciate about that answer, sis, is um, it shows that uh, one, I appreciate you just highlighting that. It does sound like a kind of online response. I was yeah. going to say a trollish uh, response. Uh, I want to be charitable to some on some level, but uh, but it shows that I think you do have the freedom, of course, to not respond to that. And uh, it shows that you're about doing the most important work in front of you, which is raising your children. Uh, and so, uh, so it's so easy to get distracted on with online debates. It's like none of the people I actually know and trust are saying this per se. Though I know some people have thought that, and my short answer to the question is because there's an asymmetry that is real in history, and that this is important, and that, I mean, so to put it frankly, some would say, well, the 11, the other 11 months are white history months. So that's well covered. Uh, But, and we can look at different um, curriculums and schools and things like that to see how black history is just not talked about. Uh, And people think they reduce, you know, people aren't, they don't even know what the great migration is or things like that. Um, So, yeah, but I, but I appreciate is, uh, and we've talked about it on the show before, we have articles about it. Um, You just making clear that, look, I just need to be at this stage of my life, which I think applies to, frankly, all our stages. uh, I need to be about the most important work ahead of me, and I just don't have time to be bogged down with foolish or ignorant statements or controversies. Yeah. I mean, you really just nailed it. If, 
there there probably was a season where it would have been I would have engaged on those conversations, but at this point, I just think, man, that that time is. Um, I want to redeem the time. <laughs> There's just not a lot of it, and 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 I I am so happy to engage in questions that uh, and concerns, even even concerns. But there are some that I I just think you know. I, I, I'm not going to, and I think that's okay. There's, yeah, there's someone that's else. That's not in good faith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just on the time point, I mean, we kicked off this season talking, I was just reflecting on Kobe Bryant. And I mean, that was a, if, if there's nothing that makes us feel the urgency of our time, uh, it's death and yes. death even with family. I mean, I, I don't even uh, want to talk about it again. Listeners can go back to that, uh, uh, that teaser for season five. Okay. So positively you're doing this work. So Chilia, I have, uh, little baby kids, uh, <laughs> and, uh, they are young. So uh, teach me, help me. What are you doing for black history month with your family? People ask me that question. What are you doing? Yeah. So every year we do something a little different and this year has been a lot of fun. We are cooking through, um, the cookbook called Jubilee, and it is, yes. yes, it is such a, oh my goodness, this, every meal. I'm holding a copy in my hand right <laughs> oh, now. Okay. Yes. Oh my goodness. We, we just tried the, um, I can't think of what it's called, but it's, it's a stew, it's a stew. I'll, I can tell you later, but it's, it's, it's like a French stew, but it's, it was mm. so good. And, t- mm. <laughs> and then, um, I think it's on Wednesday, I am cooking up. Um, this, a, 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 another kind of soup. It's a, it's a peanut soup, which I'm really excited about. It's West African, I believe. And so we have just had a blast, but as we're cooking, we are studying about the history of that area or something about it. So I did red beans and rice and we talked about, um, Louisiana and we listened, we talked about the, the Louisiana slave revolts and, we talked, listened to um, Fats, Dom- Fats Domino. Is that right? We, and we so we listened to some uh, musicians in that era in Louisiana <laughs> from Louisiana. Yeah, and it yeah. was so much fun. And then this last one with the French dish, we talked about uh, and listened to Mahalia Jackson. And I always say her. I think that's how you say her first name, but. And listened to her gospel music and talked about her life and um, and and by extension, um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life. And so it was just such a joy. So we're just cooking, getting experiences, African American cooking throughout the centuries, and then talking about the various aspects of of history related to that dish or that area or something about it. And, and it's been so fun. My kids have, <laughs> my daughter is she, every, every conversation we'll, we'll start out talking about something else. And she's like, well, Frederick Douglass, <laughs> she just starts talking about her. <laughs> uh, yes, it's really Sid. hilarious to me. I don't know why, but she, Go, yeah, it's so cute. She brings him in. And my son who has a history channel, YouTube channel, he um, is. A, yes. He's going to. I was. I was going to ask you about this. I was like, Sid is not the only Newbell kid to be talking about history. So. I know. No, yeah. he's he's the he's actually the main historian in our, in our home, but um, but he's going to do a a a video on the Louisiana um, slave revol- 
revolts, and he just did one on the transatlantic slave trade and talked all about him. Amen. Yeah, I talked about all the history of Africa and where they where the slaves were are taken from and he really wants to visit Angola now and <laughs> because that's where the start of it and it's just remarkable to see their little minds expand but it's also heartbreaking because for example when we're talking about a slave revolt I mean he understands that these slaves were murdered for standing up for their rights for revolting they they had their heads chopped off and put on sticks so he understands pe- people were beheaded for this and um, fear was instilled in others so they wouldn't do it again. And so these are the things we're talking about. When we were talking about slavery, um, he understands that st- I think I don't, he knows the percentage better than I, which tells you something, but 20 something percent of African-Americans have some sort of European ancestry because of rape. And so and so he 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 says that in his video because he's studying these things. So it's a sobering that that part's sobering. But we're also celebrating singing gospel songs like uh, and and um, or Fats Domino. You know where we're, it's not gospel at all. We're just listening to jazz swing, rock and roll, the beginning of rock and roll. So so we're it's an enjoyable way to engage the mind and all of the senses really and taste and see. It's it's just a fun way to. Um, learn and they, yeah, we're just having a blast. Amen. Amen. I wanted to, I want to come back. I'll have one more question, but I'm holding Jubilee right now. Recipes from uh, two centuries of African-American cooking uh, by Tony Tipton Martin. Uh, and I just, I'm just going to read a, just a small bit because there's a, my copy has all these post-it notes sticking out of it because Megan's like, I want to make this, I want to make this. So, it's uh, so good. <laughs> uh, but, I, but it's not what it's, it's first of all, just a beautiful book to just own, but it also comes with all these history lessons with the recipe, which I, I was loving. So I'm just reading this. Uh, and just uh, in the inter- introduction, she said this um, this book broadens the African American food story. It celebrates the enslaved and the free, the working class, the middle class, and the elite. Uh, because the author is arguing, look, black cooking is not just fried chicken. Though we right? love fried chicken, it's not just it's not just southern. It's not just soul food. And you you mentioned a French stew and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, it honors co- it honors cooking with intentionality and skill for a purpose and with pleasure. And it and it level and it level sets notions of hospitality and confident cooking when resources are plentiful as well as when they were less so it is a culinary jubilee and she's picking up on the year of jubilee uh that leviticus talks about in the beginning she quotes leviticus twenty-five ten: consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants it shall be a jubilee for for you each of you is to return to your family property into your own clan. Uh, so it is just, I mean, it really, I've really enjoyed just looking through the book. It was a gift from some friends uh, and you're cooking through it. And uh, the Adams family wants to join you in that. It is delicious. So you're eating, you're, I love how you said you're engaging all the senses. And I just love the way you're, 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 you're promoting your kids in this, whether it be Sid's work or Weston's channel. So on MLK Day, Megan was like, what should we watch on MLK Day? And then I turn around, she's watching literally Weston's <laughs> video. She's like, I'm learning so much right now. That's the, that was so. so sweet and encouraging when I, you shared that with me earlier. And I was blessed by that. And so is Weston. Amen. It's so fun. Amen. Well, we'll put a link to his, uh, to his, um, 
to his channel in the show notes. One last question before we pray, Trill. Um, so you, you you talked about the hardship of of what they're learning. I mean, these are just plain facts that they're learning, but they're so hard to to swallow. So any parent is grieved when their kid is sad. Uh, how do you? It, it's it's we're sorrowful yet rejoicing, and so we've talked about the kind of jubilee aspect of it, the joy. But just to press on that sorrow aspect, how do you? counsel, deal, shepherd them, love them when they're learning just this atrocious history at points. Yeah. So it's been different as they're getting older. So my kids are preteen, teen, one's 13, almost 14, and the other's 10. And, and so West, my oldest, um, he's going to talk about and think about, I mean, he's just, he has, because he loves history He's exposed to so much sadness, but also he's reading the Bible, (laughs) which if you read the Bible, you're going to be exposed to so much sadness and destruction. So, so, so for us, we just face it for what it is. This is the reality of what has happened we live in a fallen, broken world. We know the future, but this is the reality. This is what has happened. This is what has happened because of this. These are the consequences of that sin of the past. And so how can we be light? That's one of the things that we are trying to instill in them is, okay, how can, what, how can we be a light in a broken world? How can we how can we be alike? For my daughter, she just doesn't get it. She, she, does that make sense? Like, yeah. she's at that stage. Yeah. Well, yeah. now she gets it in that she understands, but it's so beyond her. She's she's like, why? What? How? I mean, so she just, she's a little bit more shocked by it still, which I think is sweet. Like a sweet innocence. Um, of course, we know they're sinner, little sinners, but there's an innocence there. Of course. Like this childlike, yeah. um, childlike, oh, tenderness. And and so for that, that when when I see that in her, I just from it just that makes me sorrowful. Like, oh Lord, that's right. This grieves your heart. Um, this is not the way it should be. And that's what we're, you're right. It's not the way it should be. It's not the way it should have ever been. And so we can just mourn together rightly. I think it's right. So, so for us, we, we just live in the reality of it all with a hope. So we mourn without, we're, we don't mourn as people without hope. We, we mourn with a hope, but we don't, we just don't shy away from the hard parts. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Trey, thank you so much for letting us into your family, letting me into your family. Um, And I want to just go ahead and take us to prayer that we might uh, both lament and rejoice, uh, sorrow and jubilee, uh, and do so uh, lament with hope. Uh, So if you can start us off, uh, just like old times, uh, praying from (laughs) praying from praying any themes uh, from the show here, uh, and then I'll close us in prayer. Um, Lord, I thank you that we can come before you and cry out, Lord, about our past, about the 
past of our country. Um, we live in the United States. The reality is hard, God. And so we, um, we lament, we lament and we're sorrowful. And as um, my brother has said earlier, and as Paul said, I believe, we're sorrowful yet always rejoicing. So God, Amen. we take these sorrows and our, our lamenting and we take them to your throne room. God, we take them to the throne of grace, God, and we ask you, Lord, for um, grace and for wisdom as we talk about these hard things with our children in particular. Lord God, um, Lord, would you uh, draw near to their little broken hearts as they understand the reality of the fall and how deeply it has affected us as people? Lord, and then would you give us all hope? Remind us of your good gospel, God. May we never forget the benefits of Jesus. Jesus, that you redeemed our lives from the pit. Lord God, I pray that we will never forget this reality for those who have placed their faith in you. God, help us to remember it. So Lord, we we thank you also that we can rejoice in um, the way that you've uniquely created people um, that we can listen to Miss Jackson sing gospel songs, Lord, and and we can rejoice in how you have created her and how you created her and how she glorified you through music and all the different ways that we get to enjoy and celebrate and how we can feast over meals, that Jubilee cookbook, what a gift, and that it's only a foretaste of that forever meal. Oh, that we'll get to enjoy. And one day we will all be reconciled. Every tribe, tongue, nation rejoicing together over a meal. And there will be no more division, no more sorrow, no more tears. Lord, thank you. So I thank you that that's our hope. That's our reality. And that's why we can face the hard today. Lord, thank Amen. you. Father, what can we say? You are our great hope. Father, we thank you that through the Lord Jesus Christ, you have proclaimed liberty over sin through his death and resurrection. And Father, we thank you that that uh, liberty doesn't just extend uh, to our souls, but to our entire bodies, Lord. We know the creation is groaning, and we groan along with it, Lord, and yet we know there is a new heaven and a new earth coming. Uh, Father, we thank you that all will be jubilee in that place. And yet, Father, we're not there. We're, we're still in, in the flesh, in this fallen world, Lord. Oh, Father, we do pray that we would understand better uh, the truth around us so that we might love others who are different from us. Father, we, might, we pray that we might understand better uh, our history so that we can better see your faithfulness. We thank you for all that you've done through Africans and African-Americans in history and through this country. Lord, we dare not reduce it only to slavery. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness 
and the, and that African Americans are Christians today, despite the hatred they've experienced at the hand of white people who who professed Christianity. Oh Lord, our hearts break over the tragedy of history. And yet, Lord, we do pray for strength to look at it in its ugly face. And Father, we ask your spirit for this strength. Father, we don't want to fear anything that is frightening. Help us to disrupt any narratives within our own mind and help us to remember, Lord, your word says time and time again, remember, 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 help us to remember faithfully. And help us to teach others faithfully. Lord, thank you that all our senses can be engaged in the work you've, doing, you've given us to do. Our, our hands, our smell, our sight, Lord. So whether it be over meals, uh, whether it be uh, uh, listening to songs together, Lord, we pray uh, that we would come together and love one another as you would have us. And Father, we do pray that the history, uh, history wouldn't repeat itself with our children and future generations. Father, we pray that, uh, that no place in the world would know the scourge of race-based slavery ever again. Of Jim Crow ever again. And yet, Father, we know that the effects of Jim Crow still exist today. So, Lord, we pray that you give us wisdom how to live faithfully in the midst of those effects. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, friends, it was good to have Trillia back on the show. Uh, there's a couple of articles I want to reference uh, that, that have come to mind uh, in this episode, uh, and you can look at the show notes for them. Uh, one, uh, as I was talking to Trillia about, about whether or not we might respond to pushback we might get, uh, our, our, a sister named Stephanie wrote a really helpful article for us talking about the fact that she, uh, she works in the inner city and she does not have time to respond or to online debates and all these things because because she actually wants to go about the work of helping people who have been affected by racism. Uh, and I think that's really important, and I think that article is really useful. Uh, so check that one out. We also have another article I wrote, How Do We Process the Failings of Our Historical Heroes? That might be useful to you uh, as you look throughout different um, points of history uh, this month. So check those out. Uh, Trillia, of course, has resources uh, just about race more generally. God's Very Good Idea, uh, which is written for uh, little, little kids, toddlers like uh, like my own. Uh, you can check out a lot more good stuff on the website, youwepray.com. That's youwepray.com. I'm the host, Isaac Adams. We'll catch you next time. We got a lot more coming in season five.